Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Today in crypto, Bitcoin is currently range bound. Can we break $7,000 for Bitcoin or will the uncertainty that we're currently seeing the global markets bring us back down to earth? And speaking of markets, the global bond markets may just be in big trouble. Bybit finally adds USD contracts. Opera Bowser continues to lead in global crypto adoption and some super interesting market data for you, as well as Jeff from Caleb Brown hopping on for a few minutes to discuss just what the heck is happening over on the OTC markets. The Crypto Lark, this is where you subscribe for all of the hottest and all of the latest happening out there in the wild, wild west of crypto land. Now let's just hop straight into the charts here. Now Bitcoin has had a nice breakout today, blasting upwards by around $500, which is definitely cool to see. But really, Bitcoin right now, we're just range bound. We have just been bouncing back and forth in the channel on the chart here. Now we have seen twice $7,000 act as a strong zone of resistance for Bitcoin. That is the top zone, of course, of this channel here. Now you really need to watch for Bitcoin to retest this $7,000 zone. We could get denied there again. As they say, third time is a charm, but with prevailing market conditions, a bit more ranging in this channel and a potentially a failed retest, that would just not surprise me at all. Anyway, that's just looking at the shorter time frames. Since the weekly candle just closed, I want to take a minute to look at those bigger time frames as well. So the weekly candle closed above the 200 week moving average. I really wanted to highlight because I think that is super, super important. That is that bottom range of like, it's either here or ouch land basically so it's very good to see that we are above the 200 week moving average that really shows the market has been able to defend this level and that we are now looking at the 200 week moving average really as a range of dynamic support so that price is right around 5600 at the moment so let's not see bitcoin fall under that now over on the daily we are getting a strong bullish engulfing candle which is definitely nice to see that we might be seeing some more bullish momentum coming into the market in the short term 
But again, we still need to clear $7,000 before we can really talk about bullish momentum. Now, all that being said, though, Bitcoin currently still under a death cross. I mean, hey, look, maybe this is going to be the shortest death cross ever. and just going to cancel out in a few days. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Can I just like, dial up an order for that? Hello? Crypto market gods? Yeah, yeah. Let's just cancel that, that death cross. That'd be great. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Now... Otherwise, if that doesn't cancel out, we may grind into a longer-term downtrend in spite of the short-term bullish action that we're seeing. So keep an eye on world markets to see what the wider impact will be for crypto because recently Bitcoin has been grooving right along with the S&P 500. In this chart here, you can see the S&P 500 is the purple line. So if global markets totally tank again then Bitcoin may not be spared from the turmoil. That's what played out recently. We would likely see that play out again if we see big market turmoil for the equities markets. Now, before I break down the news for you, I do have a little bit more interesting data to share with you as well on the crypto markets at the moment. Now, the on-chain data is showing where Bitcoin is moving, and it has been a very interesting week watching the moves of Bitcoin. First, let's take a look at the weekly on-exchange flow. So more than $300 million worth of Bitcoin has been withdrawn from exchanges. Now this is showing that there are more buyers at these levels, which is definitely a good thing. And that the buyers, what they're doing is they're buying it and then they're getting at the heck out of the exchanges. It also shows that to an extent people are not trusting their Bitcoin on exchanges or particularly that they're probably really not trading with Bitcoin on exchanges at the moment. They're just buying and withdrawing. Obviously, you should never trust an exchange as a place to store your Bitcoin. They're not banks. Get yourselves a ledger, guys. Now, who has been selling this Bitcoin? Well, mostly big bag holders. The next chart shows that the number of Bitcoin addresses holding more than 100 Bitcoin is at a six-month low. Now, this contrasts very well with this chart here that shows that the total number of addresses holding one Bitcoin has just hit a new all-time high. Nearly 800,000 addresses now hold more than one Bitcoin. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. And of course, this other chart really backs it up as well. The number of Bitcoin addresses holding more than 0.1 Bitcoin is also at a new all-time high, just a little shy of 3 million addresses. Now, this is very, very important data because what it shows is that, well, we have seen these bigger investors, you know, the Fidelity types, for example, de-risking by selling off Bitcoin, that smaller investors, retail investors, those people who can afford to invest $500 to $5,000, maybe $10,000, those people came in and they bought the Bitcoin dip, which is very cool to see. Now, next up for you, I have some big news for all the Bybit traders out there. Now, Bybit has just brought in USD contracts, and that is great news for traders since before on Bybit, they only offered paid in-kind contracts, meaning that you trade Bitcoin and you get paid in Bitcoin, which, yeah, that's, that's great, but it can be a bit tricky when you go and buy Bitcoin to go over to Bybit and short the market since you're betting on the Bitcoin that you just bought to go down in value. But these USD contracts really make it super easy for traders who want to get more dollars into their pockets to be able to do that over on Bybit. The new contracts are also offering support for hedged positions in the same contract, as well as cross margin. And you can even use 
unrealized profits of cross-margin positions to be able to open up a new position or even to withdraw the profits from that. So pretty cool stuff. Bybit really continuing to show that it is the leader in the futures contracts trading market. Also, they're gonna be doing a really, really big giveaway here in April. Now I'm gonna have some details on that for you a bit later. So keep an eye out for that a couple of weeks from now. And of course, if you're not signed up for Bybit yet, then there is a link down below where you can get signed up. And of course you can claim up to $90 in welcome trading bonuses. And of course, as always, Margin trading carries significant risk, and it is not for inexperienced traders. Next up, Opera Browser is going to be incorporating unstoppable domains into their browser. This is super big, because even though Opera is, you know, not the number one browser globally, Opera still has 80 million users. Obviously, that is massive. It's also massive because this is the first time that a major global browser has actually decided to support domains that are not part of the traditional DNS system. Very, very cool stuff. So if you are an Opera browser user, then go and check out some of the most common .crypto domains. For example, you can go and check out CryptoLark.crypto and you can see my unstoppable domain. Or you can go over to kyber.crypto and you can swap some Ethereum-based assets. Okay, now let's talk about bonds. Exciting stuff, I know, I know. But bonds are massive. And while I've spent a lot of time talking about the repo markets and the money printing in a more general sense, the bond markets are likely to be in big, big, big trouble. Now, why should this matter? Because the bond markets, they're currently worth around $55 trillion. So they're kind of a big deal, guys, kind of a big deal. Now, the US bond markets continue to suffer as the crisis continues to grip the nation. The US 10-year treasury note, for example, still showing a low rate of 0.7%. Now, bonds, while traditionally thought of as a safe place for investors to park their money, they may not prove as safe as advertised in a massive economic downturn that could, in fact, in the coming months, turn into an economic depression. Obviously, I don't want to see that happen. That would be horrendous for a variety of reasons, but this is a potential outcome. Now, I want to play this short clip here from Max Kaiser sharing his thoughts on the state of the bond market. This is the biggest market of all. So when this goes, when this erupts, and most people have known only calm and bull market and positive times. When this erupts, this, this is the end, essentially, of the system. This is what a bond crash looks like. Value of global bonds has plunged by $5 trillion to $55.5 trillion in the past two weeks, equal to the GDP of Japan. Investors fear a tsunami of new debt as governments around the world prepared to release massive fiscal stimulus plans. Right. The, the bond bull market, uh, the, the bubble, the biggest bubble in the world economy and all was not Bitcoin. It certainly wasn't gold. It was the bond market, the sovereign bond market. And when these countries started to issue negative interest rates, sovereign debt, that was your big sign in the sky, like a huge Batman signal in the sky, like this is about to crash. This is about to crash. 
the bond market, of course, will go reversion to the mean. It'll restore, it'll go back to its long-term trend of 5 6% on a, on a 10-year bond, sovereign bond. That means a 50 to 60% markdown in the bond market, uh, which means pretty much every S&P corporation now is going to have to declare bankruptcy, uh, give or take a few. They're going to need massive bailouts, massive restructuring, massive layoffs. But this is the price to pay for for blowing this enormous bubble. This is a bubble popping. You know, Max can be a bit dramatic in his predictions sometimes, but he is right. The bond market is just another hopelessly rotten part of the global economy. I've been talking about the sickness of negative yield bonds for a long time now. The situation has only got worse with this current crisis. Will it get as bad as Max thinks it may get? Well, that would certainly be dramatic. And the central bank printers will try their hardest to stop the leaks in the ship by plugging it up with money. But we are currently seeing a situation where the chickens are coming home to roost. Now let me just whack that chart up there again from the video because they went by very quickly. Now the bonds market, it has increased by nearly 50% or around $20 trillion in the last five years. Does that sound sustainable? No, this is freaking madness. This is the result of a decade of cheap credit being pumped into global markets and a failure to actually address the corruption and the criminal misconduct of Wall Street back in 2008. The fact that no one went to jail for all that craziness tells you everything you need to know about how fricked up the system is, man. This failure to keep the bankers in check along with creating a system that is reliant on the continued influx of cheap, easy money has made the global market incredibly weak. So a massive reckoning, it is coming for the global economy. We're currently experiencing the early stages of it, especially for the big companies and yes, of course, for entire economies if this drags on too long. Many of these companies, let's be fair, they would have already gone bankrupt had they not got bailed out from governments. Because most of these companies, they're so unbelievably irresponsible. It's crazy. Also, just as a quick reminder, here's a quick clip of the US president talking about the trillions of dollars being dumped into the economy, or as we like to know it, the fiat dumpster fire. The beautiful thing about our country is 6.2 trillion, because it is 2.2 plus four, it's $6.2 trillion, and we can handle that easily because of who we are, what we are. Uh, it's our, it's our money, it's our, we are the ones, it's our currency. We can handle it, and we can handle, I watched uh, Jerome Powell the other day, and he did a good job. He said, we'll do whatever we have to do. John, we have to do whatever we have to do. Now, this clip is just a reminder that the people in charge of the dollar, they have no shame in their willingness to print the dollar into absolute nothingness. The words of Trump, they simply echo what the Fed has already been saying. They have the ability to print infinite money. The Treasury Secretary, infinite money. They all agree. And at what point does the reality sink in for the average person that this money is doomed. Fiat currency is doomed. How long can the charade carry on? People will start to realize the simple truths. Like if they can print infinite money, why even bother paying taxes? If they can print infinite money, then how long until hyperinflation takes over? 
hyperinflation, that is something that should freaking terrify everybody because your money, those pieces of paper, they can become worth next to nothing in a very short amount of time. It's happened all over the world. It's going to happen again. Big fiats are not immune to this. I'm a big believer in the $100,000 Bitcoin here. I just want to mention that, but I don't want to see a $100,000 Bitcoin because the dollar is worth nothing. It is good though that one Bitcoin will always be worth one Bitcoin, but phew, the dollar man, look, and we know that that $6.2 trillion, that's not likely to be the end to the madness that they are doing in the markets right now. Why? Because it's the only tool that central banks have left printing more money. Hoddle on, friends. Hoddle on. And finally, Jeff from Caleb Brown is joining me for a quick glimpse into what is happening in the OTC markets for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So let's check that out. Super excited to have Jeff from Caleb and Brown on the show today. He's going to be sharing with us some market insights. Now, Caleb and Brown, in case you're not familiar, is a brokerage service based out of Australia, but with a global focus. They've been getting some really, really interesting things happening recently over there, and he's going to be sharing some great data with us. Now, before um, Jeff comes in here and tells us some of these great stats he's got to share with us, I just want to mention that this is not a sponsored segment. I am an affiliate for Caleb Brown. They are my go-to broker service. I've been using their service for some years. If you do want to find out some more information about Caleb Brown, there is a link down below where you can check that out. But Jeff, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going well. You know, we're, we're trying to keep uh, our social distancing here at Caleb and Brown, you know, just trying to follow the rules. Um, everyone's been working from home. But besides that, you know, we've been okay. Nice, nice. Now, the price, it's been a crazy few weeks. Has, has anything changed with the fundamentals? Uh, from our perspective, you know, obviously, the, we did see a big drop. We did see a big drop. It was probably the biggest drop in, uh, you know, Bitcoin history there. But look, we're in the middle of a health crisis. And the long-term fundamentals of cryptocurrency, they, just, they haven't actually changed. Um, yeah, we've seen a healthy bounce as more people actually turn towards cryptocurrency as an investment class. And uh, look, Bitcoin will continue to do what it does day in, day out, no matter what happens economically. There's no Bitcoin store to be shut because there's no one to catch it, if no catch the virus, if you know what I mean. If anything, in uh, times like this, it actually causes more price volatility, which for some people could mean opportunity. That's right. That's right. There's lots of opportunity out there in these markets, which is the crazy thing. And I know not everyone wants to hear that because they, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of pain, right? In terms yeah. of what's going on with the markets. But there are people who they've been waiting for this moment for years and they're jumping in and they're taking advantage of that. Now, one thing that's been really interesting, and I shared a little bit of this uh, the other week with uh, everyone here in the audience, but the customer demographics. So you can tell us a little bit, you know, at, at your brokerage, What's been the customer reaction to this? What kind of customers have you been seeing coming in? Yeah, this is a really great question. Uh, we're actually starting to see a new wave of investors. So we're talking about people who are new to crypto, okay? People who don't know how to use a wallet, who haven't invested before, and even people that have spoken to us in the, in the last six to 12 months, and they weren't really sure whether, that, whether it was a market for them. Um, we're talking about customers as well who are typically more conservative, who are looking to enter the market. We're talking about people who are traditionally gold or property investors, um, which is pretty interesting stuff. You know, we've, um, we've even had more institutions like funds and family offices reach out to us in the month of March than we ever have before. What does this tell you? That's pretty crazy, actually. I mean, just to recap this, we're talking lots of institutions, family offices, and different funds, as well as, you know, really the more traditional property investor type as well. I mean, people, 
they're it's really interesting like this this um switch flipped as soon as we got the price down far enough a whole class of investors who've been watching bitcoin know about bitcoin they they came in and said we want to buy bitcoin because that's the other interesting thing is actually the um basically the volume of what's going on here it's all been mostly buys correct Oh yeah, yeah. We we definitely do feel we're starting to see our paradigm shift and uh, how people are viewing cryptocurrency as an investment class. Um, the last time we saw this type of investor behavior was uh, early 2017 at the start of the last bull market. So when it comes to uh, volume, yes, we are about 98% on the buy side in the month of March. Uh, buys are split 70% Bitcoin, 20% Ethereum, and 10% general altcoins. Uh, this actually tells us that investors are are on the side of caution at the more at the moment um in uncertain times they're looking to pick up your more blue chip crypto assets opposed to your more speculative ones yeah but when when the chips are down people go for bitcoin when you know a little mm. more greed comes into the market people start playing with altcoins again but uh yeah that's not surprising to me actually here that people are going for the big boy when it comes down to it yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Bitcoin is king. And uh, there's one other fact that is really, really interesting is a lot of people are actually, because the AUD is performing so poorly, they're actually investing in uh, like Tether, like Tether, USDC, uh, true USD stable coins to hedge their US dollar value. Uh, so obviously over the last couple of weeks, there's been a huge disparity between the AUD and the USD. It's kind of stabilized at the moment, but um, people are still looking to use that as a hedge. That's an interesting thing that's been happening too, actually, to see that all of these different fiat currencies that are not the dollar have been getting hit pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, look, it may be all that volume that's propping it up. Who knows? Uh, just more and more people at, at, like than ever in the US and Australia are just looking to get out of the financial system. It's completely understandable. Everyone is trying to hedge or run for cover. Yeah, well, quantitative easing and interest rate cuts, it's, it's happening literally everywhere. I mean, I talk about the U.S. a lot on the channel, but it's its happening in New Zealand. It's happening in Australia. It's happening in the European Union. It's happening everywhere. And that's, I guess, maybe the next thing is, do you see a lot of people when, when they're calling up um, you know, these different uh, funds and family offices and things like this, are they actually citing geopolitical reasons as a potential why they want to buy Bitcoin? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as global concerns are starting to mount with things like the Federal Reserve, like you mentioned, uh, has announced that they're literally uh, printing unlimited money like through quantitative easing. Um, many are speculating this will obviously help in the short term, but in the long term cause you know, hyperinflation and cause more problems. So uh, people are looking for uh, something different and look, Bitcoin may be the way. Nice. And what's the, uh, I guess, what's the market outlook from the team at Kalen Brown? What are you guys seeing coming up here in the next few months? Yeah, absolutely. So in the short term, uh, we think we may stay in this range. So we are a little bit bearish. Uh, mid to long term bullish, though. Uh, we're expecting the Bitcoin halving to actually be a non-event. I know a lot of people like the halving, the halving, the halving. Uh, but we're expecting not, not a lot of action in that area. Um, historically, uh, we've seen the effects of the previous Bitcoin halvings actually unfold over a six to 12 month period. So we're expecting that. Nice, nice. Very cool stuff, Jeff. Jeff, we're going to keep it there, keep it nice and short, but thank you for coming on and just sharing some of those statistics and kind of what's going on over in the brokerage space. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. 
super interesting insights from the guys over at Kalen Brown. Key takeaways from this, investors in the OTC market, they are buying. And the crypto that they are buying is mostly Bitcoin. So what are you doing? Are you buying Bitcoin these days? Are you just stacking sats and chilling regardless of what the market's doing? Or are you buying altcoins at the moment? If so, which altcoins are you buying? Or are you just maybe trading the markets at the moment? Or are you sitting on the sidelines due to just really the crazy uncertainty that we're seeing in the market? Maybe hoping for it to go lower. Me personally, I've mostly been trading uh, altcoins over on Binance and uh, Bitcoin over on Bybit over the last couple of weeks. But I did make one new crypto acquisition. I finally got a position, uh, again, I guess I had it some years ago, but uh, on Kyber Network. So finally got back down to a semi-reasonable price and I got in. I'm hoping for further price drops to be able to add more to my Kyber Network stack. Anyway, keen to hear from you and what you are doing in the market down below. As always, these are just my two Satoshis, so I hope you appreciate them. I hope you're having a great day out there as well. You're staying healthy, you're staying safe, you're enjoying your isolation days if you happen to be in a country like New Zealand where everyone is on lockdown. Thank you so much for watching the video. Please hit that thumbs up button if you did enjoy this one and make sure to subscribe to the channel if you're new around here. Long live the blockchain and peace out till next time. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.